since I was 19 to like 26, I built a gigantic portfolio that was worth, you know, I was making in my early 20s, 50 to $70,000 a month. And, you know, then I took that and built it into something bigger. And plus, of course, in my 20s, I fucked off a lot too. So I basically made money, then stopped working for a little bit, then made money again. But the reoccurring revenue, the residual value of what we were building uh, was incredibly strong. Welcome to the Internet Jet Set Podcast. Now, this podcast is made for those who are tired and want to ditch their corporate lives and work for themselves and experience everything that the freedom of self-employment has to offer. So on this podcast, my guest and I will share tactical ways in which you can work for yourself and the blueprint to get started building the life of your dreams. So visit me on my YouTube channel, John Cristani on YouTube for more exclusive content and to get access to a free training course to help you get started with your first profitable internet business. What is up, Jet Setters? Excited to have you here for another great episode. Five years to $5 billion. That's how much money Chase Harmer's company has processed in the five years since he started his business. And uh, it, it wasn't always easy getting started, but he's created a monster business with over 80 employees at this point. And he's, uh, he's truly living the dream. So I want to talk to Chase up today. Chase, excited to have you on. Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> you are an amazing person. Always fun hanging out in Vegas, too. <laughs> as long as you can understand me, it's all good. The message is <laughs> so, so tell me, you know, you've, you've been wildly successful in business. Your company has done amazing things. Your, your company does merchant processing, and which is a, a commission-only thing. Now, I'm wondering, how did you get started in, in, in a business which is commission only? And mo- most people fail in this business, if I'm correct. Well, sure. I mean, I think if you look at credit card processing today, it's a very commoditized business. So everybody's challenging everybody, undercutting everybody. So there's thin margins. You know, so we had to build a company that had value. But kind of going back to where it started, uh, you know, I had a full track scholarship to Cal Poly. I dropped out and started a business when I was 19 years old. And that happened to be in the credit card processing. So I was knocking on doors, cold calling people, closing people on the spot, you know, just all retail, really. And then we got a big hotel association when I was about 26 years old. Um, and I managed that association. I was traveling around the, the country, signing up hotels everywhere. Uh, but the hotels is a very commoditized business, so it's very thin margin. So I was trying to figure out a way to add more value to the companies that we support so that we can charge more for the service. Mm-hmm. And when we built that first product, uh, we realized that there was a much bigger opportunity in the e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. And we kind of shifted and pivoted from the hotel space into e-commerce and grew the platform out. And, uh, you know, it's extremely challenging to build out what we have because uh, we're not just a payments processor. It's the core of what we do, but we really are a technology company. Uh, that processes payments. So it's been a long journey to get here. I mean, five years seems like a long time, but uh, or a short time, but it's actually, in my mind, it's like the longest time ever. Wow. So so were, were, when you first got started, were, were, you, were you working for another company or had, did you start your firm when you were 19? Yeah. So I actually started for like a broker, um, essentially. And basically the, a week into uh, being at that job, I was running a sales office and I saw how much money he was making and I quit the next day and started my own company. Wow. 
<laughs> so how how did you? I mean, how did that how did that work out? Wasn't that you 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 sacrificed structure and security and people that you could learn from for doing your to, you know totally own thing? Like, can can you go a little more in depth into that? that decision like had you had a ton of money saved up or no, did you I actually, I actually didn't i got three thousand dollars from my mom uh, to start it and i we got i got two of my buddies and we all put so we had like nine thousand dollars we got three thousand dollars from our parents and then uh what happened was i realized that partnerships are really tough um and they're not easy so we actually started that company. I was doing a lot of the sales. I already knew that I could crush it inside of the merchant services space. So I wasn't scared of making money uh, or even the challenge of that it, that it encumbered. Uh, but the partnership didn't work. Uh, you know, basically three thousand dollars was 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 crushed. I basically figured out a way to get another thousand bucks, and I started uh, the business with a thousand dollars, and basically just started cold calling. And I built a huge portfolio. So. Since I was 19 to like 26, I built a gigantic portfolio that was worth, you know, I was making in my early 20s, 50 to $70,000 a month. And, you know, then I took that and built it into something bigger. And plus, of course, in my 20s, I fucked off a lot too. So I basically made money, then stopped working for a little bit, then made money again. But the reoccurring revenue, the residual value of what we were building uh, was incredibly strong. Wow. So... Reoccurring revenue is is one of the best parts about merchant processing. Is that yeah. correct? That yeah, is the, that, that's the great. Thing. The recurring revenue is is sick. If my understanding is right, well, that's the business, right? So it's not a front end business. Uh, basically, back in the day, you used to be sell terminals and make lease money and all that stuff. There's no money in merchant services on the front end anymore. It's all back end. So. And if you're just a print payment processor, really, it's almost impossible to make money because you have to have a thousand clients to even start being profitable because the margins are so thin. So if you can build a platform where you're adding a lot of value to the merchants, where the price isn't as much of a um, as a controlling factor in the decision making practice process because they're looking at everything else that they're getting, we're able to monetize deeper on every client but keep them more sticky so they don't leave the platform. Okay. Now, why do you think you succeeded when when others didn't? Because I've I've I see you know I see so many I've seen so many people you know in the merchant you know in the merchant processing space, but but they were not you know they're not they're not doing the numbers yeah. you're doing nearly. So I'm wondering what what do you think the difference was? I I think I'm a hustler, man. Like so, like I like don't stop and. I don't take failure as an option. I think I've made it so incredibly known. Like I couldn't back out of it, even if I wanted to. Everybody knows that I pay certified, put my name out there. Like, and that means more, it's more important to me. Like to fail would be death. So like, I'm not going to fucking die. So like, I have to keep going, even though it sucks. So like building a platform like this, it's incredibly tough. Um, there's a lot of challenges, a lot of roadblocks. And there was a mil- million times when literally I wanted to give up. And just fucking hang up the cleats, honestly, because it was so unbearable sometimes. But you, ha- I mean, to to give up would be death, honestly. Like so, and I, I just wouldn't be able to face anybody. So I basically put this bold claims out there, and I was ready to back it up at all costs. And essentially, that's what made me do. I burned all the bridges and just couldn't look back. You know, couldn't couldn't retreat. Dude, I freaking I I freaking I freaking love it, and I identify with everything. Uh, you're saying on a personal note, but I know I know much of many of the 
the people in my audience, they, they've, you know, they, uh, they, they've tried lots of different businesses and that, that level of, of confidence, that level of confidence, even in the midst of, of failures of losing all that money with $3,000 is a lot of money to, uh, to lose for most people in a business. And most people would say, I'm going to try something else. This isn't for me. I'm wondering, and, and also, you know, that level of confidence in a, you know, let's face it, it's a commoditized business is, is I, I think even, even harder, you know, it's, it's like, uh, so I'm wondering how, how do you, what's, how, how, how have you nurtured that level of unbelievable self confidence? Um, because I mean, I feel it, man, I feel it, but, but I, I don't hear, I don't hear that from most people. And I'm wondering how you've been able to do that. In such I a- honestly think it's an internal thing, right? So like I beat myself up pretty bad, but I also realized that, you know, there's a mission, right? And I have to complete this mission. Otherwise, like it's a complete another failure and I'm just not willing to let myself fail. Um, so like no matter when all the odds are stacked against you, no matter when everything's stacked against you and it looks like you're going to fucking lose and you pull the fucking shit out and you're like, fuck you motherfuckers. That's the best feeling ever. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, facing the fucking challenge before you're about to be hanged and you get out of there you slip the noose and you just show everyone what's up. You know, that's what it's all about. Growing challenging yourself and becoming better in all ways. Bro, I, I, w- I want to come to your audience. It sounds like you have a team of 80 warriors. You must, you must, you are, you are the most, yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, I'm sure it's a bull, a, like a freaking party every day working. Well, you know me, bro, but, you know, we get down, bro. <laughs> working at your company. <laughs> what, so what is Chase Harmer's mission? You said it, it's to complete the mission. You sound like, you sound well, like a Marine here. Like it's the awesome. Mission, like, like the mission is to help 10,000 merchants eliminate up to hundred percent of the cost of process payments. And what's your mission? Uh, my mission is to sell this company for a billion dollars. Fuck. Yeah. So I want to turn around and sell this company in 2021 or 2022 for a billion dollars. That's my, that's my mission. That's that's so hardcore. I freaking love it. It's it's freaking awesome. So, um, okay. So that your personal goal is sell it for a billion dollars. I mean, it's just it's just like this is this is the mission, and it's do or die. Which well, is- we can do it. It's attainable, right? It's just not out of the grasp. I mean, the fintech space is very aggressively priced. You know, so there's an opportunity here for us to build this and sell it. But to that point, I mean, you have to stay true to the course to do it, right? So. I, no, I, I, I love it. I think it's just, you know, we're both, we're actually, uh, we're both track athletes. So I also come from an athletic background. We were, we were chatting about this a little bit earlier and you're right. It's, it's sort of like, well, the mission is to win. And if people ask me, you know, like, why is it to win? Is it like, you know, is it, you know, to satisfy? It's like, no, it's just, it's just, there's, there's this line of other guys and you gotta, you just, it's to win. Like I, it's, yeah. it's, I compare it to like, so I look at it cause there's a lot of guys in the e-commerce space. They all make a lot of money. Right. And when you build a brand, when you build something like that, there's just a lot of costs, right? And you're not necessarily generating the crazy revenues that all your buddies are. And they're like, Oh, like, you know, but it's just, it's, and then it sucks because all my friends are rich. So you're like, I'm looking at them going, well, cool. Fuck. Like, you know, one day we'll be on the helicopter. Right. But you know, it's just staying the course, uh, 
you know, being able to have the ends justify the means, you know? So I'm wondering, you know, talking about surrounding yourself with people who are, you know, you know, the people you surround yourself with, who do you, who do you surround yourself with and how, how do, how do you curate the circle of the circles of people around you? Just, uh, yeah, well, that's a good one. So, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have, to be in this, this, this e-commerce business, which is a crazy world, but there's a lot of very, very successful entrepreneurs in this world. Um, what I've made really good friends with actually the majority of my friends today that I call friends are also business associates, guys that I do business with. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of like real friends back from childhood that I hang out with, right? Everyone today is guys that I do business with in some shape or form or fashion or not. But I think the more successful that you grow and the more that you challenge yourself, the more that you, these people start to appear in your life, right? It's basically like you put yourself out there and then everything else happens, right? You have to put yourself out there first and make a choice that no matter what, you're going to do it. And I think that's the first step, right? And like you said in our last podcast is believing in yourself. You have to believe and you have to ultimately like really ironclad believe in your fucking soul that you can do it. Like, cause if there's one single fucking doubt in your mind, it's over, you know, cause the first fucking obstacle that comes into your way, it's over, right? So you have to really believe in yourself in order to make it through those challenges to make it to the next level. And these people will start to appear in your life. And like now I was thinking about this this morning, the circle of friends that I have in my life today is there are a lot of very successful people, uh, very intelligent people, people that are smarter than me, um, that are making more money than me. But it's because of those people that I constantly couldn't fucking die, right? When I left it on the sidewalk, it's because of those people that I'm like, listen, like I can't even go face these people back. I can't actually do all this stuff because mentally in myself, I'm, I am that person. I am at their level, right? But I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have to keep challenging yourself and going forward in order to get there. Because awesome. if you stop, it's all over. That's that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Now, um, second to last question is what is what is something? Here's kind of a zinger. What is something you believe that most people would disagree with you on? <laughs> this is a good one, actually. Uh, the simulation. You ever heard of the simulation? No. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The fact that like we are just like in this like TV bubble, right? Like, and we're like watching our lives unfold before. Like, you can like in in real life, in real like time. Like, I'm like, it's weird because like it's like inside of my head, there's like a monkey with like a tambourine. Sometimes like I'm speaking, and I have no idea like how this is coming out. But life just happens. I, um, and I think it's all a simulation. If you sit back and look at it, like all the stuff that was that's happening is all supposed to happen, right? And it's all just a real, just a simulation. You're out there watching yourself. Like how powerful uh, is your mind and your, and your mental that you can make things happen um, in real time? And I think just the, the fact of that idea of simulation and the, the simulation that it exists, I mean, I think it's, you know, there's some truth and not truth to that, right? But, but the idea of the simulation, I think a lot of people would disagree with. <laughs> but uh, I, actually, I actually embrace that. So. I I. I... It's funny. I'm I'm a I'm big into sci-fi. That's one of my like hobbies, passions, and I totally I totally agree with you. So do so do a lot of some of the smartest people in the world. No, exactly. A lot. Of, I have a lot of friends that you know. We have this little simulation group, so you know it's, uh, we have uh, we have uh, a lot of fun with that. So oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so how do how do people connect with you if people want to learn more about you know what you do or find you on social media? Obviously, you're 
killing it. You're crushing it with your army of of uh, of, of of warriors out there in Los Gatos, uh, Los Gatos. But how do people learn more about you uh, and your business and, and just connect with you? Sure. Uh, well, you can find me on Instagram. It is at Beta to Boss. We're actually going to change it over to Chase Farmer. What's it called? Beta to Boss. Beta it's to coming, Boss. Growing a, small company, growing a small company to a big company, but we're actually transitioning it to Chase Armor brand. So. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, go to paycertified.com. Uh, you know, we actually are going to be introducing a new uh, model for people, entrepreneurs that want to be in a business uh, that sell merchant services. So there's that too. Uh, so there's a lot of th- cool things going on. And yeah, I'm easy to find, man. Easy to find. You're gonna, you're gonna. Yeah, I, I, you told me a little bit about this, but basically the same model that you were able to make fifty to seventy thousand dollars a month recurring as a 20 something year old and take time off to go to Vegas, you're exactly. going to be showing others how they can do that as well. hundred percent. And like everything that we built and spent years to build, they can plug themselves right into the system and be able to, we'll help them accumulate their first sales so they can skyrocket to the moon just like we did. That's amazing. I love it. So great, great spending time together. Uh, all the best. And um, yeah, let's talk soon. Thanks, bro. See ya. Boom. That's a wrap. All right. Cool. Dude, that is so, that is so freaking cool. And, uh, whoa, I, this was what I was going to say. What, um, how many years until you sell it for a billion dollars? I want to, I want to sell in 2021. So 2021. Worst case scenario. So we're bringing on, we actually, we just acquired a CFO from JP Morgan Chase. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make a huge PR splash about that because we're stealing her basically. Uh, but she she had other ideas. I mean, my idea is 2021. I think probably maybe 2023, maybe. Well, three to five years. Dude, for, for yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, like, all, yeah. So so I will I will hold you to that. Dude, follow up, bro. We're, we're you know, I'm also uh, slowly but surely, you know, the goal, the goal is a billion for yeah. me as well. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the goal, the goal is big. And I actually, I like surrounding myself with people who have, uh, who have, who have big goals. So Dude, we, should, we should hang out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. You're up in, uh, Los Gatos is in San Fran area, right? Uh, well, we're in like San Jose. So we're like a yuppie suburb of like San yeah. Jose. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll hit you up because that's, that's not too far via helicopter. Yeah, dude. It's it's funny because I I've, I've learned it. Right? It's like, it's like twenty mom. minutes to like San Diego in a helicopter. You know, you just it's like 20, 30 minutes. It's, it's you're you're in, you're in Malibu. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like I don't know what it is on the helicopter. I know a plane ride. It's like an hour, but yeah, it's it's well, yeah. It's because we because as I I have to get so many hours in, so I'll go up with my instructor and we'll go to like you know Mammoth or we'll go to go to Palm, you know, uh, you know, 29 Palms or, you know, so we just go places and we'll eat lunch right. and uh, it's, it's really fun. Uh, you know, a helicopter is only a quarter million dollars. That's actually not that expensive. To tell. Not that bad. That's like for but a simple what's the, two what's the maintenance on it though? Uh, uh, well, yeah, that's, that's where they get you. So I'm, I don't know how soon I'm going to buy a helicopter because I don't have the house for a helicopter yet. The goal yeah. is, the goal is at, Basically, once I get like, if I can get like a five, six million dollar house, yeah. I have to upgrade uh, a little bit. Like we have to, 
then I'd have problem. I'd have to get like a landing area for my helicopter, but I can just rent the helicopter. So that's that's mm-hmm. the good news is I can rent the helicopters and you use it. Like your house, you don't have the maintenance thing of the fucking. Well, the insurance is the killer. The insurance insurance is insur- insurance is un it's 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 fucking ridiculous. Yearly, annually. Oh well, you you can like die. Like some of these things, like the rotor can you literally like your house and like. All kinds of shit. Oh, it's great. I, I mean, I'm talking like every sort of insurance on the planet. If it crashes in like resident, you know, in a biz, in an area where there's house, you know, all of these things like happen. Helicopters are not, <laughs> not, they're not safe. Like well, it's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of shit that can happen. Um, so, but I, you know, I'm just, I, you can, I can rent the helicopter. So that's my goal is to get, uh, because I can rent like a, a six seater from this place in a Camarillo. So I'll go to Vegas. That's the, that's the goal is make a bunch go, of friends, pick them up, go to Vegas. Love it. We're there really pick me up, brother. Let's do it. <laughs> it's cool. I, man, I will uh, let you know when I post this awesome stuff. Thank you so much. And, um, let's any, anything you need help with anything ever hit me up, it, uh, you know, and you know, you, you know where to find me. So, Thanks, brother. Appreciate it, man. All right. Take her easy, bro. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Internet Jet Set Podcast. Now, if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do so now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Now, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like you love the content. It'll be a huge help and I would be super grateful. Also, be sure to head over to my YouTube channel. My name is John Cristani on YouTube, C-R-E-S-T-A-N-I. And pick up my free course on affiliate marketing that'll be available once you subscribe. Now, this free course will describe to you in detail the methods I used to become wealthy in my own internet business without having to invest lots of money or uh, have any employees. So this is the same system used by thousands of students of mine all over the world to earn a side or a full-time income. Now, until next time, money loves speed, so let's get it.